What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. It was a good weekend. Good weekend of baseball. A lot of the playoff races are taking shape. I'm going to start up in Buffalo, where the Blue Jays began a three-game series with the Yankees. You know, I'm just realizing I said it was a good weekend, but it is Tuesday. But it was a long weekend, thanks to Labor Day. Hope you all enjoyed that. So the Blue Jays and Yankees began a three-game set, and they got a 12-7 victory against the Yankees. Big win. Big win against the Yankees. This is a huge series because uh, the Blue Jays are in second place in the AL East. They are ahead of the Yankees. And, you know, with this head-to-head matchup, they have a chance to create even more space between them and the Bronx Bombers. 12-7 victory for Toronto, um, who obviously play in Buffalo this year. And it was a good game. Uh, A lot of interesting things happening, including Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s first career stolen base. Um... No, base, just one, not bases. So he he stole he stole second base in the middle of probably what was the wildest inning this Blue Jays season has seen. They piled up 10 runs in the sixth inning against the Yankees. And, and that stolen base definitely caught everyone at Salem Field by surprise. You know, they, they got a grand slam from Danny Jansen. And uh, you know, like I said, the stolen base from Vlad. But... Yeah, this game was was a slugfest. Um, it was started by Hyunjin Ryu for the Yankees. Uh, you know, Aaron Hicks took him deep. Uh, you know, so kind of met him with with a uh, you know a loud welcome. Luke Voigt took him deep. Miguel Andujar took him deep. All in all, Ryu went five innings, giving up five earned runs. But on the other side, Jordan Montgomery started for the Yankees. He went three and a third, gave up two Ernie's. You know, that was a bullpen from there. It was Ottavino who, who took the loss, who, give, who ended up giving up six earned runs with no outs recorded. It was just a uh, pretty uh, ridiculous uh, a pretty uh, ridiculous outing for him. He got blasted. Obviously, that granny from Danny Jansen is going to do it when you go four runs on one swing of the bat. But all in all, the Blue Jays win 12 to 7, and they create some space between them and the Yankees. Uh, just looking at the box scores, some guys who just keep hitting. Luke Voigt keeps hitting. Uh, you know, he was 2 for 4 yesterday with that homer. Um, I'm trying to see who else. Clint Frazier stayed high. He was 2 for 5 with two ribbies. And then on the Blue Jays side, Vlad was 2 for 4, two ribbies. Lourdes Gurriel, 3 for 5 with a ribby. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Does, doesn't get enough attention. I mean, he's been up in the big leagues for a couple years now, and he's been a pretty solid bat. I mean, this year he's he's hitting to the tune of an 851 OPS, and um, I think he deserves a little more credit. He's 26 years old now, uh, but pretty solid big league bat. Pretty good uh, left fielder for sure. You can plug in there and expect to to hit him and his brother he and his brother are uh, both just have a good hit tool that's what they do moving on baby maddox they call him meaning kyle Hendricks. he pitched the cubs past the cardinals so i was talking about you darvish the other day how he's the uh cubs ace he is but they also have this other guy the professor kyle Hendricks. he allowed one run over eight innings pitched in their season finale against the cardinals yesterday uh, so they're calling him Baby Maddox because he doesn't throw hard. You know, Kyle Hendricks is throwing in the mid 80s, you know, mid to upper 80s, and he's able to get outs because of pinpoint command and movement on his pitches. 
And that's what he did yesterday against the Cardinals. Couldn't really, they couldn't really figure him out. They couldn't really figure him out, and the Cubs got a much-needed five-to-one victory over the Cards. I mean, every game carries importance, but this is a big one. It was the, uh, you know, season finale against the Cardinals. So now the Cubs have a two and a half game lead over St. Louis. They end up splitting the season series five and five. And um, yeah, so very, very sharp start from Mr. Kyle Hendricks. Uh, he now leads the majors in innings pitched. He has a 3-4-1 ERA with 44 punch outs and just six walks in his nine outings this year. Let's head out to Oakland where the A's shut out the Astros. The, the Astros are reeling now. The So these teams actually just started a important five-game series with huge AOS implications. But with a 6-0 victory last night, Oakland now has a four-and-a-half-game division lead over the Astros. Astros are in second place, and they've lost five in a row. And uh, Chris Bassett pitched for the A's yesterday. He, he filled in. You know, for Frankie Montes struggling, you know, so the A's are looking for someone to fill that role to anchor the rotation. They threw Chris Bassett out there, and he led the way for that shutout yesterday. He was he was really good. Seven shutout innings for the right-hander was a, a good set of pace, I guess. So six-nothing victory for the A's. They get a solo homer from Sean Murphy, and then you know after that. The relievers, Jake Diekman, Lou Trevino, they did all the rest of the work. Actually, Lou Trevino ended up having a three-pitch ninth inning. So that's as efficient as you can get. A's got a nice, comfortable win. This is a huge series. I mean, they have four more games in the series. If the Astros want to catch the A's, they need to win a bunch of games in this series. They need to go at least three out of five, at least. Um, but otherwise, I think the A's are going to run away with this division for sure. Staying on the West Coast, going down to San Diego, though, the Padres get a 1-0 walk-off victory over the Rockies thanks to a Jerickson Profar walk-off double to right field, which brings Jorge Mateo around to score. Mateo was being used as a, print, as a pinch runner. He was flying around the bases at 30.8 feet per second. You know, he's extremely fast. He was brought over in that trade with uh, Oakland. You know, he was with the Oakland A's organization for a while. Um, former top prospect, but just hasn't really hit enough to, you know, carve out a role at the big league level. But his speed has always been there. So, uh, you know, you bring you bring Mateo around all the way from first base, and that's a walk off one nothing victory, and that's that's what they needed. On the mound, they get a really strong start from Denelson Lamette, seven and two thirds scoreless innings with eleven strikeouts, and he had an untouchable slider last night. His slider might be the best in all of baseball. If you haven't if you haven't seen the Nelson Lamette slider, you need to check that thing out. But uh, it, was, it was just a power combo with his his fastball slider, 94-97, 94-97 on his fastball, and that sharp slider with good depth and 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 break, sharp slider for sure. And yeah, that was really uh, what he needed to get through seven and two thirds with eleven punch outs. So they get the job done. They shut out the Rockies and the Padres keep moving. Padres keep moving, one or nothing over the Rockies. So Zach Plezak is you know back with the Cleveland rotation. You know he had spent a few weeks down at the alternate side and made a couple starts 
back up at the big leagues again. He's picked up right where he's left off. I mean, the Cleveland Indians are leading on the rotation this year. Their rotation has been the story of their season. They've won nine out of the last 12. Zach Plezak was strong for seven innings yesterday. A strong seven-inning performance as he lifted the Tribe to a 5-2 to victory over the Royals at Progressive Field. Um, I mean, th- this dude has been good. He's, he's been really good all year. Um, it was just one run on seven hits with four strikeouts in seven innings yesterday. Entering yesterday, he had the second lowest ERA in the majors. Uh, and the only person with a lower ERA is Shane Bieber, his teammate. So after this start, his ERA dropped from 133 to 132. Bieber has a 125 ERA. So Plezak and Bieber are, are two of the best pitchers in the American League this year. They've both been absolutely outstanding. Indians, Indians have won nine of the last 12. Um, I mean, their offense has started to show more signs of life, but their pitching has really been, you know, what's been keeping them afloat at this point in time. So, you know, everyone says pitching and defense is what wins. That's true. That's that's kind of what the Indians are doing. They grab a share of first place now. You know, that AL Central is going to be – it's going to be an interesting battle. I mean, they're they're tied with the White Sox right now at, uh, at first place um, because the White Sox are off Monday. But, you know, the White Sox do have a lot of helium. They have a lot of, uh, you know, hype right now. So we'll see how that race goes down. Max Scherzer, seven shutout innings. Well, seven innings with no earned runs yesterday. Um, that was, yeah, that was vintage Scherzer. We saw him against the Rays yesterday. Um what else is there really to say? We all know what Max Scherzer can do. The Nationals get a 6-1 to victory over a red-hot Tampa Bay team, which is one of the best teams in baseball. But, yeah, this for the, for the second time this season, Scherzer threw at least seven scoreless. And um, he held the Rays to um, one, one walk, six hits, eight punchouts. Vintage Scherzer. Nats get that win. So... That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.